Let's do this. Welcome to another edition of the Hate to See It podcast. This uh, Monday evening, Monday edition of the show. Um, hell of a weekend. Uh, great weekend if you're a Yankee fan. Great weekend if you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan. People forget the finals are on in general. This Milwaukee Phoenix series. Um, not many people are paying attention to it, but believe it or not, Phoenix was up 2-0. Milwaukee storm back here. You got yourself a hell of a series here. Milwaukee can definitely close it out. Um, but now, but I want what I want to talk about to start off. Now I'm joined with Evan tonight. Evan, how you doing? Hey, doing all right. You got a nice, good sports weekend. We got to see the worst game of the uh, three game series on Friday night. But you know, anytime you can win a series, it's a pretty good weekend. Yeah, well, me and Evan are the two brain surgeons. I said, oh, let's go to the game right after the COVID hits. Um, it was a minor league lineup and they're just starting to feel their way. And you and leaving Friday night, I mean, you couldn't, and I hate how Yankee stadium plays, uh, New York, New York after a loss. I hate that. Just, just play some stupid crap and let's get the hell out of here. Don't demean that song, but they do. Cause we want the experience. Um, you got, so let's take you through it. Thursday, COVID games canceled Friday. We're not sure. We almost didn't buy the ticket. We bought them like one, two o'clock. Okay. We're going to go. They lose. Saturday, call on the mound with Gary Sanchez catching. You're like, holy crap, there's no way they're going to pull this out. Cole pitches a gem. And then last night was their best win of the weekend. And I'm going to tell you why. Obviously, started with Cole on Saturday. Tyone took the baton and kept going. He pitched his third consecutive game in a row of great of a great outing, five and a third. And I, I even texted Evan. I said, he might keep going, but then he got a little bit of trouble. What I saw was this. You had, you had guys bunting. You had um, Odor with the bunt, base hit, boom, there it is. Then he hits and runs with Lemayhu, right? Go, I mean, yeah, no, Odor. It was what was the hit and run? It was Lemayhu. Lemayhu. I think Greg Allen might have been on the bases. No, I'm talking about the one where Odor was stealing. No, no, it was no, it was a base that was Lamar. Hit. That, that was, was Ryan Lamar. Lamar. No, I'm talking about Odor when he went all the way around from first to third, and he should have got thrown out. Well, regardless, this is a good regardless. conversation to have because this is they're, they're doing stuff on the base pass. We don't know who's doing these things because it was okay. half the lineup, which like, we've been lineup. asking for and a whole year. Seven, eight, nine last night was the ones really bringing it, really bringing in the runs. But the point I want to make is when you got Odor going from first to third on a ball where he shouldn't have been. Three weeks ago, the Yankees were staying at second base, not doing anything. We're, I finally saw the Yankees putting pressure on the defense, make them make a play, and you saw what happened. You had a great arm in right field, Okay. But then you get Devers couldn't handle the throw. There you go. You got a guy on third neck. And then you got, now you got a second and third. Now, instead of a, a double play, which they always hit into on first and second, you had a sack fly run scores. You manufactured runs. You had timely hitting. You had guys, Chris, uh, Chris Hunt gets on the bases. And what does he do? Steals out of nowhere. And I, I'm like, I even forget like, Oh my God, they stole. It was like, I was shocked. So I love that small ball energy. The pitching overall is very good. Chad Green was very good at the ball. But even Chapman, we're going to give it to him. They're winning. They won the, the weekend. Chapman, I'll even say, did okay. Got a ball to the warning track. We got to figure it out. But you definitely, you're six games back with a decent amount of games to go. I mean, Evan, you got to feel better about this team. Oh, no, absolutely. Like, we've seen Yankee teams before band together when they have a horrible stretches of injuries. Look at 2018 where you had these Gio Urshela types and then Cameron Mabin – who is the who is the second base or uh, the second base from the Orioles? Name, I'm forgetting. No, 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 no. no. Uh, he's not. An, I don't think he's in baseball anymore. Regardless. I know. I I, I pictured a face. I can't remember the name. Oh, uh, oh, Neil. Is it not Neil? Walker? No, it wasn't Neil. Walker. No, the second base for the Orioles. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll look it up when you go on your next little diatribe here. But uh, 
Yeah, it's it's Yankee fans always love embracing these guys, these minor league like glorified triple A, quadruple A players that'll come up and play hard. We saw Ryan Lamar; he took a good shot against the wall, and he did. We did not think that uh, he was going to come back in the game, but he did, and he wound up contributing with the home run. I think he stole base too. These are the guys on a team full of, I won't say overpaid, but guys that you're paying big money for and guys with high expectations. Yankee fans always fall in love with these, for lack of a better term, nobodies that are come out and play hard. Pretty players. This is you a pretty town. It is. And yeah, you, yeah. Need, you need someone to bring this energy because of the regular lineup, like they don't have the guy who's going to steal third. They don't They're have boring. the guy who's going to steal a base when you fall asleep. Maybe like, if there's one takeaway, we take away that we uh, extract from these little uh, this two or three week stretch we're going to have to go through, assuming they keep winning, is watching how effective good base running and aggressive base running can be. Because I know the people that usually play for the Yankees aren't the fastest, but you can't tell me these guys aren't smart. DJ LeMahieu, he's the, maybe the slowest second baseman I've ever seen in my life. He's a smart baseball player. Aaron Judge, you don't want him running 100%, but he's a smart baseball player. Even Stanton. Very smart baseball player. These are guys that can be doing these sorts of things if you add them to, and hopefully it's something we take away. But you know, it's, it's really proud of the team. And even even on even on Friday when we didn't score any runs, that uh, Jordan Montgomery experience could have got real ugly. But credit to him, he buckled down and saved the bullpen. You, you even said it. It was were, a typical Montgomery outing, and that's what you're going to take from him. But they just couldn't. They couldn't get any runs together. No, but but they, they scored. But Evan, not you scored nine runs last night, and you played small ball. You hit and run. You bunted. You did. You stole bases. It proves to you the Yankees don't make their opponent play complete games, and every facet of the game. When you have a guy on base like a Greg Allen, where he's going to swipe second base, that pitcher's worried about not only the batter. He's absolutely worried about the guy on first. He's absolutely is he going to steal second? The defense is worried about him. You got to make more. So you got to think more. There's a whole aspect of the game that the Yankees just don't. They don't make they don't make teams play complete games like I said. But I, but the, the unique thing is, Odor, Lamar, and Allen were really where you got it from because you know Lemayu you got it one hit. You have one between Lemayu, Stan, Sanchez. I mean Torres at the home run. Your first three guys you have one hit. Your big hitters, Gittins. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't like think, Gittins. Uh, Gittins. I a want defensive like Gittins, first baseman. Yeah, I think he has like two hits all season. Like he looks, but the thing is, he looks like he should be a good hitter. He's a big guy. He has a good eye. Puts on competitive at bats. Like he, like he'll just strike out when it's three two, or he like a ground ball on a three two. It's like yeah. And we know he's we waving see at it. He's waving they, at it. They flash his minor league stats, so we know this guy he, can hit. So like, could we get a good Chris Gittens week or two? I get the I vibe that not. he needs when he. I think the more he sees major league pitching, I think it's a timing issue with him because his swing looks fine. It seems that you know his balance is good. I think he's just a little little behind major league pitching. Um, Ambergy played really well. I know John Sterling had some issues with uh, Ambergy and Michael. They were they couldn't figure out his name. Did you hear? Uh, did you hear how he's pronouncing Ambergy? Ambergay. Yeah, and, and uh, Susan kept trying to correct him, and he just kept powering he through. He's like, powered. "Nope, it's Ambergay, Susan. It's Ambergay." Just well, he didn't just actually say that, but you know, like, you know, he, he was insisting. Scared. Now, when he now here's what I love: dude crashed into the wall. Now, if if Ambergy was playing right field, the Yankees hit him for a little bit more. I think he makes that play. I think it's just unfamiliar territory for him. But he crashed into the wall. That was, I go, that was Lamar. I mean, Lamar. I'm sorry. Lamar <laughs> crashed into the wall, and it's like holy shit, because Ambergy just got his it tore, hurt his hamstring. Yeah. So he's down. You're down to like no outfielders to begin with. Now he goes. 
So when he crashed into the wall, I'm like to myself, who else we put in there? But with the fact that he gets up, and you know what I love? The fans got behind him when he got up. Like the stadium got behind him. And it's like, I, I think that gave them that extra like boost of like, hey, this isn't just your routine Yankee outfit. Because if Aaron Judge does that, he's dead. Yeah. You know, if Stan goes in, yeah. he's literally broken every bone in his body. But we have a guy that finally can take it. Um, so I love that. And there's energy here. And Torres, he's hitting the ball well. If you notice, Friday night, he took it to the warning track. Home run Saturday. Home run Sunday. Maybe he's turning it around. So you got to feel good, but you got to win these two against Philly. You have to. Yeah, and especially they got Matt Moore going on uh, the second game of the series on Wednesday. And he's a guy that they should – I don't care who's in the lineup. He's a guy you need to put up six, seven runs against because you're going to have Aaron Noah. Aaron Noah gives the Yankees trouble. We, I think they he played him. him down. Uh, we were coming they, out from the bachelor He mowed him down. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that series. He mowed him down. He went, yeah, he so, went, they went eight innings or something, eight or nine innings. He was yeah, he, he's had a rough couple of starts, but – this is a guy that's shown that he knows he can pitch against the Yankees, but it's, these aren't the same Yankees. These aren't the same, like, strikeout 12 times a game. These are guys that are going to go out and try to put up tough at-bats because mm-hmm. they know that, like, if they have a bad week, they're just going to get sent down and they might not see the league again. That's why you see a guy like Lamar just pushing Aaron Boone off the field because he knows he already got hurt this year. He knows he's lucky he got a second chance. Yeah. He knew that he needed to go out there and finish out that game, and he hit a home run, so that was awesome for him. Really happy for the guy. There's your energy. And even – you know what? And everybody rips A-Rod. I thought A-Rod called a very good game last night. I think the way he describes I, – I, he knows the goddamn game. He knows the mechanics of hitting. Um, and he, he made that point that sometimes when these teams are infused, he even made the point that like when Robbie Cano and Melky came up, but even Brett Garner in that 05, 05 – that energy of I'm here, I'm not leaving. I, this is my opportunity, and it can lift the team. And that's where, honestly, because let's look at it. Your leader is Aaron Judge, and he's not around right now. So they asked Aaron Boone, where is the leadership coming from? And even Aaron said, these young guys come in here with this attitude of, let's go. I'm here. I'm hungry. And it, it's contagious. And you know what, guys, really coming out to be the, the, the leader, the energy guy? And it, it kind of reminds me of the way Torres was um, a couple years ago. It's a boy you kind of warming up to. He's a 12. Yeah, Mr. Rogan Odor. Odor. I think Odor is a major part of this team. As, as much as you don't, some people may not want to see that, he, he, he hustles. He had a home run last night. He was very active. He had two hits last night. He scored two runs. Like, And he's an energy guy. Listen, don't get High energy guy. I don't or didn't dislike Odor. I dislike the fact that he was playing. I like He's not an everyday guy. Right now he's playing like one, but in my head, in the correct iteration of the Yankees, he shouldn't be playing every day. But if he's going to go out, he's been hitting well the last couple of weeks. So if he can keep it going, he clearly bring good vibes to the team. Like he's always the first guy out there if someone's hurt. That guy covers so much ground. There's, there's got to be like four of them out there. Like you saw when he, LaCastro got hurt, he was all the way out in left field. When Lamar got hurt, he was all the way out in right field. He's, he's there. He's, he's, he's on the pitcher's mound. He's always the first guy out of the dugout. He's so. talking, man. I love that. And we need yeah, that. you need that sort of guy. And uh, just a comment on A-Rod. Okay. He might know the game, but uh, he said some He said some funny stuff. He's like, did you hear him say that the Yankees should go after uh, like Jose Ramirez and Yelich? And it's like, well, listen, yeah, of course they should go after these guys. I, listen, I just hate Michael K. So anybody that's not Michael K. that's calling a Yankee game, I'm going to be a fan of. Like Ryan Ruco. We love Ryan Ruco. Oh, big Ruco podcast. Big Ruco then, fan. Then he's like, the, the Yankees have nowhere to put Joey Gallo when you have like a 37-year-old Brett Gardner playing left field and Ryan Lamar who – Well, we isn't Gallo a right fielder? 
He's, he plays he plays all three, left, right, and center. But he's primarily a right foot, I think, is the point he was trying to make. Yeah, but, but he could very easily play left. He's an athletic guy. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, you're you're right. And hey, and how about when so Lamar just runs into the wall, right? Okay. Then he runs into the wall. Two plays later, what happens? You get a, a, a pop-up in the Bermuda Triangle, and by like so close, Gittins almost completely decapitates him. Oh. Chris Gittins, is a big boy. He he can move out there on balls behind, and there was definitely some uh some uh some left tackle feet. He definitely played some uh high yeah. school football at very least, because that big guy can move, like you know. Baseball first guys and playing baseball their whole lives. When they can move like that at that size, there's a little, there's a little basketball, there's a little football, there's a little something in there because you know he wasn't all baseball and growing oh, up. No that's chance. all this guy needed. He just took a, he just ate shit in the wall, and now Chris Gittins is gonna finish him off. I'm like that, we can't afford another guy to go down. Like I said, I know the the bench was very thin last night. Oh yeah, you know, but I'm glad it all worked out. They won. You're definitely feeling better. Um, and now we are going to be joined by somebody who was very energetic Thursday. He was very excited. We were not in a good place as Yankee fans, and he was really peacocking around here. Um, after a rough weekend in Pittsburgh, here he comes in. After a, after a very energetic Joey Addy on Thursday, I, very energetic. He had a very rough weekend in Pittsburgh. We are now joined by Mets insider, Fan in the trenches, friend of the show, Joey Adio. Joe, how you feeling, man? Compare your your feelings uh, from Thursday to today. I feel good, man. We had that good, good win last night. They're uh, they're excited heading into the trade deadline. We're two games up on Philly, man. Listen, it's it was a tumultuous series, but they ended. I don't know, dude. It was so big. Like the fact that they won that last game. I don't know. Call me crazy. Like, if you feel like in a little way, it kind of like erases those other two losses. You're like, all right, like, we shit to bed. Let's move on. Well, let's let's recap that real fast. So, Pitt, Mets are in Pittsburgh. Bench is clear. Lindor gets her in the first game. Then you have the Walker swipe. Okay. And Louis Rojas comes out, bodies the umpire. Louis Rojas is a brick shit house, by the way. He's huge. Um, he's huge. Um, he gets ejected. Diaz implodes. But you pull out the last win. So coming out of that, I mean, your, your obvious reaction is going to be, hey, we won the last one, on to the next. But how do you feel? I mean, how do you really feel coming out of Pittsburgh, the way it just all shook out? It just felt like such a Mets, like, I don't know. It just felt like such a Mets midseason series where, like, under the Wilpon ownership, you're like, the season's crumbling, it's over. I saw somebody, somebody on, on Twitter, like, related this to, like, in 2015, when we had this, like, there was this, like, legendary Padres rainout game where, like, we had a huge lead, we end up blowing it, and it's, like, this, like, ultimate season low, and then it's shortly followed after by, like, the Wilmer Flores game, we get Joanna Cespedes, like, it was a complete turning point for our season, and watching, I was watching that game the other night, it was Saturday night, we were up 6 nothing. I had the game on, and, like, the only reason why I had the game on was because there was nothing else to watch, and I'm like, all right, like, let me just, I'll just see us kind of take this home now. What's his face? Lugo comes in, he lets up a few runs, he's, he stays in a bit too long, we go into the ninth, it's 7-5, Diaz comes in, and he's done this his last, like, several outings now, where, like, he throws the first pitch, and it's nowhere near the zone, and you're just like, oh, no. Like his last, his last outing before that, he blew, and it was the same exact thing. Ever since the spider attack ban, his like he's had, he's been really just a train wreck. 
And you felt like it's like all of a sudden we had this old Diaz back. And it's like, dude, we weren't asking you to come in with the bases loaded and strike out three guys. We were just asking you to not let up three runs, just not let up three runs. At least don't blow the game. Don't let up a grand slam to end it. And like he completely implodes, does exactly that. The next next day, first inning, like a complete train wreck. You have Tyler Walker who goes one third of an inning. You have the boot, which is just like, I feel like as a kid, you're taught you play the ball until, until the umpire says it's yeah. foul, until you hear it. Now, he, the umpire got the call right. Okay, it was a fair ball. And when you swipe it away, you can't pull the Chuck Knobloch and just point at it and not go and not, and no, not do dude, anything. You got to go run around the bases. But I think Rojas had to go out there and defend his guy because his guy looked like a jackass. And then you have him bodying the umpire. Now he's two games suspended with a fine. It wasn't – I don't even think it was just about – I don't think that was even – that's like – that's also got to be Luis Rojas saying like, hey, guys, like wake up here. Like what are we doing? Like we're completely falling apart of the seams. We're looking like a little league team over here. Like we got to get it together right now. And I think it was kind of a way to fire the guys up. Thank God like it actually worked because we ended up – we ended up winning the game by like a hair. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it was it – was, it would have been a much different narrative had they lost that game. Yeah. Go ahead, Evan. You, you got to give the bullpen a lot of credit on that game. Cause I think they, uh, did they, I think it was a one, they won, they didn't want to hit him, but they shut him out for what? Eight and two thirds after that. And the it was, one it was that, eight, I was eight say, the and two thirds, seven hits, no runs. That's the impressive. The, the one performance that really stood out. I, I turned on, uh, I came back from, I actually went golfing on Sunday. I came back and turned on, it was Aaron loop. He got himself in a little trouble. I think it was basically loaded, no outs or one out. And he worked out of that. And I think I think it might have been a two-run game at that point. Not entirely sure, but that the game could have ended right there. And he just he held the line and it was good to see. I was kind of curious for you, by the way. Two games for what Rojas did kind of seems that that, that that seemed a little ridiculous to me. It didn't seem like any like out of this world, he, Bro, like, he was nuts. Like it was like that fire in his eyes. I'd have been scared about. Yo, he was throwing in like he was throwing in like the chest bumps and everything. <laughs> he huge. was all jacked up. This guy, yeah, definitely I, had a great I don't really day. get the two game suspension. I don't really get like why why two games, but I don't know. I feel that's also just a product of like you've got like like man for you've that, that's just a product of like the 2021 MLB uh, commission, commissioner commissioner stooge commissioner stooge absolutely yeah exactly he, he, he's, he's a joke he's a joke. Um, so we, another issue. Now, this is one of my guys who I drafted first overall in my fantasy league, either the best pitcher in baseball, and that's Jacob DeGrom. Mm. Dude's had – dude's spending half the – I feel like half the season on the IL for injuries that are very minuscule, very just not major, but, like, he's not feeling well, a little discomfort. Dude, Jake's had three or four MRIs this year, all come back clean. Doctors telling him he's fine, but every time, oh, it's a little tightness in my shoulder, oblique. Now it's my forearm. You know, it, are we talking about somebody who is just so nervous about possibly getting hurt that any any feel that's not routine is he like, oh my god, I'm hurt? Like, is he that is he that paranoid of of, of no, a long term injury? What, what is it? It's not at all. Um, I think we actually might have just scored. Um, it's not at all, Jake Degrom. Yeah, we're up three nothing right now. Wow, wait a minute. Alonzo, Alonzo just put one out. Love that. Um, no, it's not Jake. Cause Jake, apparently like he's got the attitude of like, if like he wants the ball whenever he possibly can, and you can see that like he talks about how frustrated he is. So I really don't think it's him. 
dude, it almost reminds me of like when David Wright started going through his stuff where it was just like, what is this? Like, what's going on with him? Why does he keep this all his time? It ends up being spot on stenosis, ends his career. Terrible. I don't know if you guys watched David Wright's last game, but it was like a make-a-wish game. No, was, he couldn't was, even walk. He needed like, like, yeah, he literally couldn't even get yeah. out there. But, but <laughs> it was it was bad to watch. But but, but, but see, the <laughs> thing with David Wright with it, it was just it was constant. Like it was always a back issue. It was always something to do with his back or with his or with his legs. And I understand it because the back and your and your hands are all kind of connected. But with Jake, it's a shoulder, it's a form, it's an oblique, it's a little bit of everywhere. I just feel like every time this guy feels something that's slightly out of place, that maybe just general soreness, he's you know putting up the red flag, and the Mets are. Got scared of him getting hurt. Yeah. And now you're on the IL. Uh, I don't know. I think this, I don't think this is DeGrom's doing like, oh, give me 10 days off because he's a competitor. He's, no, I agree. I yeah. think this is, I think this is the Mets. I don't, I don't think handling with kid gloves is the appropriate term, but you got to manage your asset. That's Jacob Drum. That's the best pitcher in baseball. If you're going to win a World Series this year, it's going to be because he's healthy. So if he says, hey, like my form feels a little funny, they're like, all right, sit down. We'll see you in two weeks. Because we need like the match. You were also off. He was off all for the All Star break. He didn't go to the All Star game specifically to avoid injury. Yeah, but like that's why it makes it even worse almost. Because you're like, dude, this guy was just this guy just had a week off. Like, what were you doing? And he missed his last start, dude. Dar, I completely agree, man. It, 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 it's, it's worrisome. And like, you just gotta hope that it's they're just they're doing it because they're saying we would rather play it safe now. That way, we could push him to his limits in September and October. I don't know though, because it's definitely it's pretty unsettling as a fan because you're like, yo, dude. What if his he's forearm like, goes? What if it's October? And you say he's, he's he's feeling his forearm is a little tight. Are we are we gonna pitch through it or what are we gonna do? And as a fantasy oh. owner, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. <laughs> I need my best player pitch playing. Yeah. I have no pitching. I'm in a playoff well, hunt I here. Would, I would God, advise you man. to do exactly what I, I'll give Daryl. I'll give you a free tip here. This is what I just did this week. Not draft New York pick, players. My problem. No, if I were you, I would pick up Carlos Carrasco. He is. He is. Uh, he's making a start tomorrow for Evan. Sarah don't you, Fusers, Evan? Don't you dare! Double A team. He's long gone. He's, he's long, long gone. gone. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Like, he was on the. Hey, I, this is a smart league. league right? my league. This yeah. He's on the Isle of my league, and he's due back next week. I just swiped him up today. This is O'Malley. This is O'Malley's league we're talking about. So, and I just picked up JT Burbacker from the Pirates again. I just dropped him. That doesn't sound like a real well, person. Well, listen, I think what the only okay. cure to DeGrom being injured is going to be we just got to hope that future Met Jose Barrios and Wade Miley can stay healthy because they're going to be super important from us on the back half of the season. No, you're, you're, abs- you're absolutely right. But, I mean, you, you got – to me, this Jake thing is the biggest issue for you. Evan, what do you got? I don't know. I don't, I don't think – Talk about what the Mets out of outside of those two issues because at the end of the day, they have a still have a two game lead in first place. They're kind of comfortable. They can afford to sit Degrom for two weeks. And what's different about these Mets and I think in years prior, they're having guys come and step up and give them a good five or six innings. Where you'd see guys in the past, I think like I feel like Oswald is Oswald still on the team. Uh, Corey Oswald. Yeah, he's got moved to the sixty day IL. Uh, I was going to say, like, he was a guy last year who'd come in and get knocked around and like a spot star. And you have guys coming up. I think Oswald's pitched well this year himself. You got these random guys. He's done all right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like I know every Mets pitcher on the 40-man roster, but they're coming up and pitching well enough to keep the Mets in games and winning some of these games. Where last year, it's like, well, the Mets will win it. Actually, they usually lost most of the ground games the last couple of years, but (laughs) they'll win a couple of games at the start of rotation and they'll give up 10 runs when, like, 
slapdick number nine pitch in the rotation comes in there, but it's, it's a little different this year. You've met to flex their pitching depth. So I don't know. They'll be able to, they'll be able to fight the storm. The NL East, it's nothing to, it's nothing special. They're, they're in a good spot. I'm, I'm not, I'm not worried about the ground. Hey, Joe, I'm not, let me ask I'm not you worried this. about the Braves picking up like the Braves picked up Jock Peterson and some catcher from the, the, uh, the diamondbacks. I don't know. I, I'm not worried about those guys. The Phillies have a great team, I think, but their pitching is, is They're really where they get weak. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Joe. How, how much do you, I mean, Frankie Lindor is going to be out for a little bit um, with his oblique, right? I mean, apparently he does a lot of talking on the field. He's a big time, you know, common pitcher. Now, apparently Edwin Diaz really, really leans on him when he's in a tough time. You know, how does that, how much do you think Frankie Lindor's presence not being there or on the IL right now, how do you think that affects um, the Betts pitching staff or especially Edwin Diaz going forward, especially with this tough time with no spider attack? I mean, that's what they say is like, this guy's a huge leadership guy on the field, but I don't know. I feel like with this group of guys, like this just seems like a crew that's super tight. Everybody is like, like if you look on, I don't know, you guys probably don't follow a lot of mess players on Twitter, but like. Ryan does. He got, he got lambasted by all the Queens, but go ahead. Oh yeah. No, I saw that. He's going back and forth with Yamamoto. Yeah. Um, But like all the mess players on Twitter were like, Oh, they're overtly picking everybody up. Like always tweeting about like, even like, uh, you had a bunch of guys tweeting about Aaron Lupia. The other day, Strom was tweeting about him. Pilar. And so, I don't know. Yes, like losing Francisco Lindor on the field is tough because he's a big leader guy. Do I think that is, – is that an excuse for Edwin Diaz to blow a save? Absolutely not. No. I think that you have – the rest of his guys are going to pick each other up, continue to do so. This team, they have one of those vibes like that, like they're all having fun. They're all kind of supporting each other. And like when you do that, it makes – losing a guy like Francisco Lindor not hurt as much as it might normally if they weren't doing that. Right. No, no, I, I think, I think that's a good point. And, you know, he has, he started out slow and he has really picked it up and his presence in the, in the dugout. Listen, I think Ross doing a hell of a job managing this team, managing, you know, a little different personalities. Um, and I really think you guys are definitely moving in the right direction. Now you have the same record as us, right? You're 48, 42. And what do you think is basically in that same neighborhood? 48, four, uh, we're 48, four, 44. So essentially we're kind of in the same area. Um, I'd have to say the AL is a little slightly more strong. Yeah. I mean, dude, I talked about this last time. Like it is, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like all no, that matters no is, is the, all that matters is the number of games that you're up or in your division. That's it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. No, you know, you're ab- you're absolutely right. So I mean you guys had you guys had, you guys had that nine one win against the Sox last night. Maybe hey, I was just telling Evan, I love the way they played last night. We were hitting and running, we were stealing bases, we were bunting, a bunch of no-name guys, guys running into the wall and not breaking on instant on impact. It was great. It was great. I, I love it. You guys have a shot for the wild card. Hey, maybe honestly, we actually made up more ground in the AL East than we did in the wild card. We only picked up a half a game on the wild card. But we picked up a we picked up a game or a game or two. We're six out right now. I know we were eight out going into the weekend. You're you're seven out of the division right now. Yeah. I looked at it, it was six today. It's not six. And the Red Sox are up six nothing, so we're moving heavy in there Christ. too. Are you guys are you guys on play today? No, we're we got no. uh Philly coming in tomorrow for two. Did you guys already talk about uh what's his face? The fan tossing a ball at Verdugo? No, we actually didn't touch uh, no, on that. I'd love to talk it. about that. Intentional or unintentional? That's a tough throw. Think about it. You are I, planted. You have no problem. I didn't see. I didn't see the toss. I don't know. I, I I didn't see it at all. But I saw. I saw uh, Yankee fans trying to rehash the video of when John Carlo had the ball thrown at him from 
was it earlier this year, two years that ago? Was last, I think it was two years ago from, from the Green Monster. That was a hell of a throw, oh. too, and it, it one-hopped him. And Giancarlo actually looked up and was like, hell of a throw, man. Yeah. But yeah. I know because Verdugo, he's, he's a fan favorite. I mean, he, he loves playing at Yankee Stadium, and he made it very clear last night. He loves them interacting with the fans, and the fans hate him, which obviously they should. And that guy that got thrown out is apparently banned from all of MLB. Yeah, they cooked him across the whole league. Like – that's that's tough. Yeah, and I don't know He's if it's out. intentional or not. It, I yeah, mean, I, it wasn't directly after a home run, right? No, he threw it. Verdugo threw the ball to to try to get it to a Red Sox fan. Yeah, but why is it throwing it back on the field? Because the entire stadium was chanting "throw it back." All right, grow some balls. Now you're locked, but, bro. You try throwing twenty thousand people screaming "throw it back." What are you gonna do? It's a big. I, I would throw it back, but you, you just you just don't throw it back at him. You throw you it. You have an entire field over there. Over there. You throw it somewhere else. There's a not there's right there. a lot of there's a lot of green grass to work with that doesn't have a number ninety nine like navy blue jersey sitting on it. So uh, yeah, if you're gonna throw it back, like you know, oh, if you were and, playing catch with him before, that means you maybe it was like muscle memory. He was he was just throwing at him, but come on, man, like you can't do that. And now like now you're banned. Right, now you're in, now you're like the enemy around the league, and you're making the Yankee fans look bad. And we've had a couple of tough moments this year. We had uh, the game early in the year when everyone's throwing. Balls on the field, like it's, well, you it's, it's a tough time for New York. You're, you're spitting on Trey Young at the Garden. You're, you're now you got this. Like, I don't think we're known as New York fans. These type of people. I mean, we're pretty no, rowdy. This is, this, is, this is like Philly behavior. This is like Philly behavior. We're not Philly. Philly's trash. We can all agree on that. Yeah. This is we're we're above this. We went around. Darryl, on an unrelated note, I uh, I my IL stint this weekend is is uh, I'll, I'll be coming off the IL this weekend. I have 36 IL. holes scheduled for Saturday. Where uh, the uh, I'm playing up in the Bronx, actually. Split Rock and Pelham Bay. It's two courses. We're doing 36 holes, 9 to 6 o'clock. Let me ask you this. Do you have an open spot? I do actually have an open spot. No, you really do? I'm, I'm, I I don't know. There's one kid who's supposed to have it. I can keep you in a loop if you, if you, you want to. You let me know. You let me know. I'll play 36 with you. All right, Dad. Oh, gotta, we got to go out and drink after. Though. Wait, wait, wait. You'll come to New York to play golf with Joey, but you won't come to New York to play golf with me. I got to come. You want to invite me? Your clubs, are in New, your clubs are in New Jersey. Wait, ever? Are you in New York? York? Yeah, Murray yeah. Hill. No way. I'm, at, I'm, uh, I'm in my office now at 36 and Broadway. Oh, You're in the office now, Joe? Oh, I'm in the like office. Right there. I'm in my office, too. Yeah, I can, I can see that, man. Look it's at my that. My home office. Yeah, you got to see it. I got the putting green right here. It's, it's fucking nice in here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is not in somebody else's office room right now. I, I I normally sit outside like a plebe. There you go. That's awesome. I got my clubs like, up here. We'll have to play or something. I haven't played uh, New York hey, City golf. Hey, make sure you guys invite me. I'm looking for – once again, any reason not to go to DJ's? Put them, there, there. I'll, uh, I'll let you know about Saturday. because Yeah, no, we, let me we, know. We want to fill the, the spot. Because it's, it's 9 o'clock in the Bronx? Oh, no. Wait, what? What just – the Mets just did something. Oh, their base is what loaded right now. Ike off. They just hit Votto. Looks like they, they hit him. Votto. He's walking like he did. Let's see. Eyes oh, a replay. Oh, he threw behind him. I just him. got a, I just oh, got a text that said, What are you doing? Here comes the implosion. Yeah, Here let me comes. know because if, if, if it's a 9 o'clock tea time, then I probably can't go down the shore Friday. I will you know. We're playing. We are scheduled for 36 holes. It is a, it is a, it is a day and a half, my friend. Lot. I'm fucking salivating over here. I'm just fucking getting all hype right now. Uh, anyway, Joe, thank you for coming on tonight. Uh, it was a hell of a show. I like that we all talked about our personal stuff. Probably no one's listening right now anyway, but 
I said it here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're out here. Yankees feeling good about themselves going into Philly. The Mets base is loaded in Cincy right now. We'll see what happens. Thank and you we're for- just not going to talk about the finals. I thought we were talking about the finals. We're going to talk about the finals. Yeah. See, this show sucks. Joe, you want to stand and talk about the finals? Hey, man, you, you got – how about Giannis, man, just putting the team on his back and, like, creating some, like, real memorable basketball moments over the last few games, too. And 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 he had that whole, like, quote he about uh, just, like, being humble and stuff. I thought it was great. He was, like, spitting that wisdom. It was yeah. great. Yeah. As, as a Nets fan, it's hard to watch him go out there and be awesome and also real cool at the same time. But, like, I'd rather see, me see him win than Chris Paul because he just continues to, like, He's a parody of himself at this point. Like that Chris Paul, like he put, that was a dirty play on that Giannis alley. He pushed him while he's in the air. You can't do that. He, like if, if Chris Paul was pushed by Giannis, actually Chris Paul can't really like, he can't jump and dunk like that. But if the situations were, were reversed, Chris Paul, the man the technical. Yeah. yeah. Like he just, just has these little dirty I moments. Yeah, that, like, but I, I like really Chris Paul. Him. I think he does. I want to see him win one. I want to see him get a ring. I really You know do. what? He was up 2-0 and no, he you're kind right. of fell apart. So if he's not going to win one, he's no, got he, no one. He's got to he's got to point the finger inwards. Because no, Devin Booker, he dropped 40 in back-to-back games. Like, yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. I totally agree. Like Booker's doing his thing. Paul is really, he's really coming up short here. But I mean, you're what are they? They're gonna be in Phoenix on Tuesday. Oh, they don't even play tonight. No, no, they're playing some of the traveling. So they're going to be in Phoenix tomorrow night. You, you got to imagine, I mean, Phoenix is going to take that game, right? Game five, you're going to go back game six. I can see it's going seven, guys. I really can. I think it's done. The Bucks are the better team. Three games in a oh, row. Three, it's, two, it's hard yeah. to come back from. Oh, wait, no, they're going back to Milwaukee now. Yeah. They're going back to Milwaukee, yeah. Uh, they're going back to Milwaukee. If you can get, I mean, if you can get it back to Phoenix, it's tough. It's going to be tough. You're right. Actually, yeah, for some reason, I thought it was game five. You got back-to-back 40-point games from Devin Booker. Like, the chance you get a third, and that's – That means the guy that's that's supposed to be the veteran, the guy that's supposed to be been there, done that, and Chris Paul has to wake up and do something. Well, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday's on his back pocket. On a side note, I want to make sure people understand that as Nick fans, I'm not offended that Julius Randle did not get an Olympic invite. I don't care about – no one cares about the Olympics anyway. They're all in quarantine over there to begin – anyway, so it's fine. He needs, to work, pe- on his right, people, he needs to work on his right hand. People care he, about the Olympics. No, like, well, he needs to work on his – from my perspective, he needs to work on his right hand and finishing at the rim. That's a tie, yeah. three. That was oh, cool. yeah. A little Texas. That was home. quick. I mean, look at the Olympic roster. I'm sure there's a lot of people he can hang out with that are uh, – he could, A, recruit to the team like uh, Mr. Dane Willard. Or, uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of guys on the team with a good right hand or a good off hand that could probably uh, teach you a thing or two. Stop and, putting poison in the air. And a couple, couple think, of good coaches. Do you guys think the Olympics are actually going to happen? The way I see it, it's trending in the wrong direction right now. It like, feels like like they're, now they have all these COVID cases popping up and it hasn't even started yet. You got this whole cardboard bed fiasco. I don't know. It's yeah, I heard about like, that. They don't want the car. They want the uncomfortable bed because they don't want everybody. Like Apparently, it's like uh, – very, it's very intimate, apparently, in the village. And now, all the athletes, you know, get together. Now, are the high-profile athletes forced to stay there? Because, like, not even just looking at the basketball team. Like, guys like Novak Djokovic are out there. Like, Do you think well, they're sleeping of- in these beds? Or, like, they're like, no oh, yeah, way. I got the hotel down the block. But, but no, because of COVID, they might be forced to stay they're in the same to. place. Like, they nah, might have, dude, like, certain rules. 
I feel like it's like the equivalent of like when LeBron was in the bubble. Do you think LeBron was eating that like terrible like uh, who is it who had the Velveeta or something in like this small hotel room? Like LeBron, you know, had a, like a king suite. I feel like if you're if you're anybody, you probably have like a dope setup. There's no way that you're yeah. sleeping on like a cardboard mattress. But you know, I hope so. I can't have like Katie. Like imagine Katie's long ass legs sticking out from that like five foot long bed. No, it's listen. It's just, is it is it actually like with a COVID or is it a Delta that new variant that everyone's talking about? Like I don't know. Could not tell know. you. Like I'm not a. Well, I just know they got some problems. They got major issues. Major issues. No fans to be given, and the Olympics are like that's big part. The fans are a big part. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, yeah, it's it's without without the fans, the Olympics are just basically gym class with like the best athletes in the world, as opposed to like an event. This is true. But I mean, at, at least there won't be any players when we start losing when these Team USA starts losing games and stuff. What a, what a disaster! What a disaster! They'll be fine. What a disaster! I don't like what I'm hearing coming out of preseason. Preseason, the you know these warm up games. You read the? It's a tune up game. They're probably they're in Vegas. What do you think they're doing? They're probably having Wait, a good who did, time. Who did they hit up? Because what's his name got hurt, right? Who was it? Bradley Beal oh, got hurt. Javale McGee. They yeah, Javale McGee. They hit somebody else up, and they were like. Oh, he was gone right when they lost the playoffs. Dude was MIA, like off the grid, gone. They couldn't even get in touch. I forget the guy's name. I, I found that so Wait, funny. Was it Keldon Johnson? It might have been. Or I forget well, the that's, name. That's the other guy that got added to the team because apparently no. he's not on Twitter. So this he didn't guy, know. No, this guy, I forget. The, fuck, his name escapes me. But apparently as soon as this team got knocked out of the playoffs, dude was gone. Didn't, didn't move for three weeks. And they finally got in touch with him. And he's like, yo, I'm out of shape. Like, I haven't moved in three weeks. There's no way I could be ready. So, it's amazing how these guys, like, they're just human beings at the end of the day, too. They lose, I'm done, going on vacation. I want to go to the Olympics. To be in quarantine, it's early inviting. Well, yeah, look what James Harden's up to right now. That, that, tell me yeah, that's he's a man. He's arrested in France. He did not get arrested, Dario. Get arrested in France. Get your facts straight. Oh, was a little baby. Those little yeah. baby, yeah. Little baby, yeah. Thank you, thank you, Joe. Which, so, by the way, uh, I think you have a song with uh, Jack Harlow and Lil Nas X, produced by Kanye West, coming out this Thursday, and allegedly a Kanye West album coming out this Friday. So, right. I guarantee you, Dario, Dario will not listen to a single beat on that entire <laughs> album. I, I, I will. Wait, well, what are you, hold on, and what are you gonna do, Evan? I'll listen to it. You're listening like, to you it? Know. No shit. In, in your in your lawyer office, you can listen to it all. What do you think I do? And I, I listen to music. I listen to podcasts. What do you think I do? I listen to sports talk radio during the day. I don't like the commercials. I'm not listening to commercials. Who am I, I listening to? I, I, I flip like back Maggie and, and Malusa. No, no, no. I listen to Adam Shine on, on Mad Dog Radio. Shine on sports. Oh, I don't know. I listen I'm, to uh, episodes of You Hate to See. That's all I just. You do. He's, 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 he's a friend of the show. Yeah, he's a friend of the show. We might have to add him That's to the bio. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are we done here? What do we do? We're on for 40, 40 minutes over here. Joe, you having a great time? Thank God we don't um, pay you per minute here because I got no money to give you. Yeah, no, hey man, that's, that's what I figured. It's all uh, it's all in good fun, you know? It's all in good fun. If, listen, if anybody's listening right now, I mean, please reach out to me and tell me who you are because you're you're the real MVP, whoever's listening right now. We work hard over here. We do. No, I got notes. Look at these notes. Some good notes. Right here, notes. No shirt. Just chilling. At some point, we, we're going to go live. So, All right, play me off, Johnny. Like, thank everybody for listening. If you if you stayed this long, good lord, what are you doing with your life? But <laughs> uh, thank you, Joe, for joining us, man. We'll talk to you next week. Um, hopefully, the Mets are in a better place, and you guys aren't fighting people and not knowing how to play a foul ball. We're down four three right now. Uh, the, the house is on fire.
Yep. And hopefully the Yankees are in a better place too. We better be three going on three in a row Thursday night. We'll see you guys. You hate to see it. Go. Later, guys. That was a good show. Good talking, Joe. Yep. Evan, Dar.